Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. One thing you don't know about me, I don't sleep well. My mind races because of all the years of late night appearances. I'm just always up and I can't decompress. So I found Sunday Scaries and it works for me. It helps me kind of decompress from my day and get a good night's sleep. To prove it to you, I got 25% off for all my fans. Go to sundayscaries.com and use my promo code PRIVATETALK and you get 25% off. They're amazing and I know you'll love them. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back season two with another episode. And today, Private Talk, we have a special guest with us, Columbus Short. You see, you see that you like that? We bring, we bring the whole team Studio, Texas yeah. to give you an applaud. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> I appreciate you um, taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you have a lot of projects doing, you know, going on right now, so thank you so much for coming. And Thank you for having Private Talk Couch with us. So tell Private Talk who you are. I know I'm going to let throw this out there. I've been a fan of you for quite some time. This wow. is like way back when. We'll, we'll get back into that. We'll get into that a little bit later because it's not about me, but it's about you. <laughs> so actor, choreographer, dancer, rapper, you kind of do it all. Singer. No, I don't rap. You don't I mean, rap. I, could. Oh, okay. I mean, I can't bust a verse. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you but, can bust a verse? But I, I, is today going to be the day you're going to bust a I verse? Wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I rap. <laughs> are you like an on the spot, bust a verse type of person? I do. I mean, you know, I'm a writer. I'm a songwriter, so we bust a verse all the time. Got to so, have bars. So can you bust a verse for Team Texas? For Team Texas, yeah. At some point, you okay. drop a beat, you know? All right. But if Neo sang, I can bust a verse. I mean, we got to do something spectacular. Neo did, you know, he graced me with his beautiful voice <laughs> singing Independent Woman because I am the independent woman. Right. Yeah, so it was very it was very fun. I, I, I kind of, like, pushed it out of him, but he definitely did it for me. He was, like, not wanting to. but Reluctantly. Just, like, reeled it out of him, you know, sometimes. Yeah. It happens, it happens. All right, so tell us what you have going on right now. I know you have a lot of things. Uh, Columbus Short is my name. Um, and my game is what you said. I'm a producer, writer, director, actor. Currently producing several shows, a couple of movies. Um, I'm in the middle of a production on a movie right now. We're on holiday break. I'm playing Martin Luther King, which is really awesome. It's been kind of like a, a dream realized. I've been like wanting to play that role for like many years, was close, and apart and it's finally like we're doing it so you know so you manifested its way into like yeah we should talk about that manifesting is like i'm real. big into manifestation I'm a, I'm a huge manifestator i like that i me too me as well yeah. i definitely like staged the whole space before we came here i was telling my cameraman i was like um just in case you want to let that smell i just staged yeah, I, you know, yeah, know you start off clean i knew what, the, you know I knew what, what i mean it so it's <laughs> like you know i want everybody's energy to be pure and That's like sweet. beautiful and like you know you yeah showcase exactly. you as best as we can exactly so what is the what are you on break from shooting? Uh, it's called Remember Me. Um, I'm playing Martin Luther King. Um, it's like the story of Mahalia Jackson and Martin Luther King's like relationship um, during the start of the civil rights movement. How he went and like recruited Mahalia to be a big voice, an advocate, our ally, I would say, for the movement. Um, it's a beautiful story. It's being shot beautifully. Lettuce he's playing Mahalia. Um, we got a really cool cast. Um, 
When do you think that it's going to project it to come out? Um, we were talking about that last night with the producers. We got to finish the movie first. So honestly, we got shut down because of uh, COVID like mm -hmm. two days, three days before Christmas. Uh, one of the crew members got COVID. So they shut us down for 14 days. We're back up um, first week, second week of January. Um, so I think if we wrap by the end of January, we'll probably try to be like a late release this like so we can be at least in contention for possible trophies, you know? Nice. Season. Manifestation. Right. I'm It'll happen. About it. It'll yeah, happen. Yeah, It'll happen. We're going to will it into existence. <laughs> we are. So what's one thing that you've learned during this pandemic? That I have always been on a kind of a lockdown. I've always been kind of quarantined. Um, within self, your own mind or like no, within what? Self, like, so I don't, I like, I keep, I'm a very private person. Hence <laughs> why I'm on private talk. Private um, talk with Alexis, um, Texas. That's why we have you here, Columbus. <laughs> um, but I like, I live a low-key life. I'm just, wor I work. I work, work, work. And so. So nothing really changed for you, you're trying to say? It actually went, you know, for creatives, I think uh, lockdown has been super great for us because like, you, like yourself, look what you've done. You know, um, somebody said to me the other day, like, if you say you're a hustler, if COVID hasn't made you a hustler, then you weren't in it. You've I never, saw that quote this morning yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's the damn truth. If that's I don't see anything at all. Because it's, it's like, you know, we all we all have something that's going on. We're all, right. you know, doing something. But it's like we either switched it up a little bit and kind of like switched a different route or whatever. But it's like, you know, it's different, definitely trying times and not everybody has the same creative, you know, minds that, you know, we artistically are doing, but, you right. know, in any sense of the word, you are artistic in your own talents. And if you couldn't make it out of all of this, you right. know, it's I think just... The, I think the world was moving so fast. Um, so much is going on. And the first people to, like, focus on what matters, like, do things that you did, said you were going to do that you put off, whether that's making a scrapbook, writing a script, um, you know, doing your album, finishing your album, you know, whatever um, your passion is that people, because life was moving so fast... Uh, they they put their passions are the things that they really want to do on the back burner. Um, so. I believe in that for sure because I feel like there's a lot of things with myself that I wanted to do that just never thought I could have the time or whatever. Right. And in, even with the, like the shift of gear and what I was doing and being on the road every weekend and doing the all that stuff. Said stop. Yeah, and then it was like, and I, in my mind, it, I was just talking about it to my friend. I was like, I don't think I would have ever like. I was in the gears of motions of slowing things down, but if nothing abruptly would have happened, I would have had enough shift the gears of where I'm at now. Right. And, you know, who knows if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but I believe it's a good, you know, everything happens for a reason, so yeah. we're going to keep on trucking. Yeah, I like it. I for like sure. it. For sure. So what do you think about mainstream media? Ooh, this, is a, this is a good question. Um, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. A gift um, and a curse. It's definitely a gift and a, a curse. Um, you know, if I can, like, directly relate it to me, me personally, so, like, very young at, like, 21, I was, like, you know, choreographing for Britney Spears, and, you know, I saw, and, you know, creative directing, so I saw, like, what fame and what the media does to her. You like, behind I mean? the scenes. Yeah, like, what they're doing, like, you know, headlines that weren't true, and these, you know, things like that, and I saw the toll it takes on them, right? Um, and then it's, like, once I became my own man, and, like, my, my name became a name, I guess you would say, you know, I felt it on me, not for somebody else. And that's when I was like, you know, F the media. I got, I was really angry at like TMZ and, you know, these bloggers and these things that are necessary to the game, right? Um, but why were you mad per se? Because they um, were lying about you? Because they were putting you in a false narrative? Correct, or they in, or all of the above? Correct, and I'm not one to, 
And because you said you're so private. Right. So my whole career has been, I believe in mystique, right? I still believe in old Hollywood. Like you'll never see me on a reality show or doing that. Like you're not going to get into my life because I want you to believe the characters that I'm playing when I'm on screen. Right. That's special. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So when the first time you really get into my life and it's a false narrative and they running it and running it and running it, I was, I was like, you know, arrogant enough to think, well, it's just going to go, it's going to blow over. But it really did have some, some irreparable damage to my name, to my, to my, my ability to do what I love to do. Um, So I was angry about that for a long time. In what way? You know, so if we're going to be blunt, um, the truth. We always want that's the truth. That's why I said. Here that's why I had the, I got the be real shirt. You know See, what I mean? I'm gonna keep it a talk, buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck, listen. Alexis. I like it, Columbus. Private talk. I hope you're listening because he's about to get real with us. Be keep real. It a buck. So you know, I was in you know at the height of my career, I guess you'd say, on Scandal. It, it was a number one show on ABC, and it was a big deal that you know Kerry Washington, an African American, first African American to be lead of series on a network television, and I was number two. Amazing you show. know what I mean? Um, thank you. And it was a big deal, but I was in a very, very toxic marriage, like all, like toxic to the, it's in the book. You guys got to get the book, people. Um, you got to read it too. Maybe you read a couple chapters, but you, you got to <laughs> read the book. Um, and when I was decided I had enough of the toxicity, um, my ex-wife like was like, you, it's almost like that graveyard love. Like if you're going to, you, you're not going to ride off in the sunset and be happy and I'm not like you're going to, and you, you're and be famous and be the, be this Without actor. me kind of situation. Right, right. So, so I'm so, gonna tear you down with, you know, right. with so, all this and, shit. And she knew, she told me, you know, I didn't believe her. She was like, I can tear, I can, I can destroy you in, a, in an instant. I'm like, how? Like, how? <laughs> yeah, and now right. you, and then in I was that like, time what? too, I'm sure, and you know, no offense, and we were getting to know each other, but I'm sure you had an ego so of me, like, no one can tear me down, Period. no one can no, do whatever, no, I'm on the top was, show, this is was, what it yeah, is. But, and it was, it was a, it was a, I've always, I've always been humble. I'm a humble man. Um, but there was a air of what are you talking about? Like I'm covered, I'm protected by ABC, by Disney, by Shonda, by K- you know I got my my squad. You can you're not just gonna drag me. And she 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 went to the lowest road. I guess the only thing she could say is like that I was abusive to her, which I never was. Right? If anything, it was the opposite, which men don't talk about. Um, they don't talk about allowing women to be abusive to. But them. I think it's also because people. The out like society thinks that maybe it shows men are weak, which is not something that's a weak thing. It's but I think that people are weak. But I think that it's an easy narrative for the masses to agree with. Um, First of all, being a black man, being in a powerful position, of course he's probably abusive. Of course, and the fact that I was quite frankly really just ashamed of the fact that I was like abusing drugs at a high level to maintain like a high try to maintain my life with her. Now, do you think that that would have come to light if nothing's, like, as crazy went or came to light with y'all's situation of you getting help? No, because I went to rehab after season. I had, they forced me to go. It wasn't because, it was because I was, like, drama happened with my wife and on set, and, you know, I was, like, a left set. This is all, I got open the book with this, but I left set one day. February 12, 2012, we were shooting episode 212, season two, episode 12. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Yeah, and I, like, left set. Like, I found out some information, and I was, like, distraught. I walked across the street to Gower. Uh, I was, we shot on uh, Rosco, uh, Gower and Sunset. So I walked across the street to this liquor store next to Roscoe's, bought this bottle of Chardonnay, and just started walking toward, the, like, 40, 101. And I'm, like, got my passport. I got my ID. Like, I'm leaving. 
I'm like on some Dave Chappelle shit. I'm going to Africa. This is crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm <laughs> so out. I'm out. And it's like, get your Africa tickets ready, baby. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, it was it went down in the production report, you know, Columbus Short walking down Sunset in, in $6,000 worth of clothes and uh, in, a, in a wine bottle. Yeah, we're, he's going to need to go to rehab. Okay. Yeah. So I did that and nobody knew like the media, media, I went back to season three. Nobody ever found out. But at this point, sorry to interrupt your story, but at this point, were you doing like things on set that would make them, why did you do that? It was just literally that That moment. That moment. Yeah. You're like, something's wrong. If you know, this isn't your character. Exactly. So they were like, it got all the way to the top and they're like, the only way we can let this ride is is if if you're going to go and get help. Yeah. 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 So, um, and there was more important for them, for me to like see somebody, to talk about what was really going on. Because um, they knew. Um, but I was, like, so ashamed of how dysfunctional my life was. Uh, so I hid it, you know, um, and dealt with it on, in my own private little ways. I think, you know, that's natural. I think that, you know, it's 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 only natural to be a person in your stature, like you're getting the success, this limelight, and all these things that you saw other people doing, you coming up in the business, and now it's the, all the lights on you, and it's like, hey, I'm not a bad guy, you're making me the bad guy, and I'm not a bad guy, exactly. so it's like, you almost have to defend yourself, but the more you defend yourself, the more you look guilty. And then, exactly, so I said, I'm not going to say anything, right, I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to fight back, and I was kind of ornery against the courts, like, you know, you, you made these false claims in court. There's no way. Nothing nothing is true. You, there's no pictures. There's no, you know, there's nothing no saying evidence. that. No evidence of this at all. So I'm like, but don't play with the court is what I figured out. Like, not showing up to court dates. I was in, like, I was in Barbados on one of the court dates. So when I got back, now I have failure to appear. Now I have, you know, they think I'm just arrogant. So they're like, you know what? Oh, oh, we're going to, oh, we're going to, we're going to. Did you gonna, just think if you didn't show up, it was going to go no, away? No, I just, maybe. Because I never really dealt with legal you, stuff yeah you were in, so it was I, first I was, time you're gonna be in trouble yeah i'm like i would never dealt with it so i'm like it's not yeah and it, and it really my ornery behavior really was you know the problem and then now i'm like i got a probation officer now i'm like huh so then you know i was still doing coke at that time so i'm like and smoking weed so i'm like pissing dirty so now i'm like failing uh, i don't know what a probation violation is like yeah. you're going to jail that's what happens you go to get a probation violation and so all of these things just started compiling. And then the, what, the thing that really shocked me, not shocked me, but hurt, but I understand now completely, is that the ones that I expected to have my back had to distance themselves. Like, almost like we have, like everybody has to distance themselves from Columbus because he's not, it's not a good, he's not a good look. Right now, now you say that you understand that now. What do you understand from that? that now that I'm those, back to what? one, um, you know, when you have a certain stature um, and your name is respected in a certain way, let's say a la Chris Evans, who's a really close friend of mine. He's Captain America. I can't, like, he's... Folk, His he, image. Yeah, like, he can't be... And that's the, like, that's the, know, the effed up part right, about, you know, right. the industry is that as much as they're your friends, they can only, like, support you so much without tarnishing something in their own thing because exactly. of like having exactly. something happen. It's just a bad look. So, you know, I had, I had all that like anger about that. And then I was, so it was like writing this book was kind of the, um, cathartic healing process for me to like, you know, the man writing for the child, I guess I was, you know, there was still a lot of, ch- you know, I was always a pro, like I can, I can do this ish in my sleep, but 
couldn't do life well. Like I wasn't didn't have life skills. You know what I'm saying? So it, it had to like I had to grow up. All of it was meant, and I'm grateful for every trial, every tribulation that I went through. I'd go through it again um, if I had to um, to learn what I know now. That's awesome. I mean, I feel like, you know, obviously there's a lot of bad parts that happen, but I think that everybody's, you know, story, we all go through shit. We all, you know, we all um, internalize it differently. We always heal differently, we, things like that. But in, as long as you can come full circle and see the good and the bad and the indifferent of all of it and know that right. you're just, you're moving forward to a better place, I feel like then that's, you know, the, the first, you know, in the process of like grieving and like healing to Absolutely. the better person of yourself. Absolutely. So we're going to give you a good applause for that too. I mean, it's hard work, you know what I mean? And every day, you know, now even it's like, it's, you know, we all, like I've been divorced, I've, you know, myself. And it's like, even though it was a decision that I made, it was a difficult decision. Divorce and is, even if you choose it, it is terrible. Like facts. divorce and death are like. And I, and honestly, what's funny that you say that is because I had a conversation with my ex-husband and he said when, you know, more to the healing side of things was like, it was like, like what the only thing I can like example of why it's to it is like, it's like you died and I can't, I had no access to you, I had nothing, whatever. And I had to mourn you in a way and get over the loss of you because of that. So it was like, you're mourning the death of a relationship really Oof, is what yeah, it is, you know? And, and that's just a factual thing. And it, you know, it was a hard realization because, you know, nobody wants, nobody gets married to get divorced. You want right. that situation to work and you want to, you know, be grow as one, but sometimes that's just not in the cards for everybody. And some people yeah. grow apart and some people are toxic. And when you're young, you make decisions for yourself and each other that you may not have done in an awoke moment Correct. of things. You Correct. know what I mean? Like no when you said the first relationship is, it was toxic, you know, sometimes us being young, we thrive off of things that happen in our childhood that we're, we're clinging oh, there you on go. to those there you toxicities. Go. There you, go. you know what there I mean? There you go. I was just saying that to we're, somebody. We're like. a product of, you know, and, and it's unfortunate with my healing, you know, I, I blamed my parents. I went through a process of blaming myself, blaming my parents, blaming me, whatever. And then just realizing what it was is because I wasn't given the tools to deal with or know how to have a good relationship because right. I wasn't shown that. Exactly. And not that my parents' relationship was horrible, but what I saw from the choices and staying and things like that is also implemented in decisions that I've made in my current life, you know, Correct. and things like that. So it's, it's, it's just awareness of now we have these tools and I may not have gotten them when I'm younger, but I can only make an excuse for so long because yeah, I'm it. an adult yeah, you can't, and yeah. I can't keep blaming anybody but myself because uh, I'm allowing myself to preach, be in this situation. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because for, it's because I, I was in a place just like that where I'm like, I was a, I was comfortable in toxicity because that's all I knew. It's a comfort so when, blanket. So when, when, when I got, like, peace, I'm like, something's wrong. I'm waiting. Like, but that's I'm, also probably why yeah. you went to all their alternatives, drinking, drugs, yeah. whatever, is because yeah. you thought it was happy, but in those right. moments you're like, let me just block it out. Yeah. Let me just, you yeah, know. I know let me, it's, let I know it's it. toxic, but I'm going to rock. I'm going to rock this out. Because, and, and for me, I don't know about yourself, you can, you know, indulge, is that it was that I don't want someone to give up on me because I wouldn't want to give up on someone else. Correct. So it's like, we're doing this together. Right. And, and you get codependent on each other's, you know, flaws and, you know, the insecurities and everything. And then, you know, someone so I mean, well. I never wanted to be the guy that like made it. Um, and, you know, she was with me before I was, quote unquote, Columbus short. So I'm like, I'm going to ride it out. I'm not going to I'm not going to blow up and leave you. Because you know of image saying? wise. No, just because of loyalty. Like I'm a loyal man. Okay. You know what I'm saying like I'll ride. You know what I'm saying? But as like far once as you like start, once you're not, once you become dangerous to me, like I can't, there was a, that point where it was like, okay, you're dangerous to me and my livelihood. And she, you know, that proved, uh, that proved correct for a season, but thank goodness I'm resilient <laughs> and life changed, came back around. 
So how, how did, with all of that being said, whatever, how did you overcome addiction? You went to rehab, you so, had all these like, bad I'm things gonna be, happening. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I was never completely honest with you. I wasn't addicted to cocaine. Like I wasn't, you know, some, I know people that are addicted. It was addicted. just a vice. It was a, it was a thing. Like I literally, I had to stay up, you know, uh, it was like Adderall and Coke. I was like, those are my options. You know, it wasn't like I was partying, like. Let's go, like, let yeah. me, you know, and, and but everybody's out. addiction how it's based. Right. So, is so different. the so the 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 self diagnosis of I thought I was my own pharmacist. Like, okay, I'm gonna do coke, I'm gonna get high, then I'm gonna come down because I'm gonna drink, and I was just doing this like for about a year and a half, like this real balancing act with with things that were not healthy for me. You know what I mean? And once I went to rehab, Sierra Tucson, shout out, um, and. We just got down to the bottom of shit. Sorry to cuss, but we got down we to like the bottom. Yeah, we got down to the bottom of like why, like what's going on, yeah. like stuff I didn't deal with as a child. And I think you know, you just hit the nail on the head. Is we walk around with all these bags and we accumulate them and accumulate them, um, and they start to damage our interpersonal relationships. They damage ourselves, our emotional stature, our self esteem, whatever. We can put up fronts. We can put up all these things, insecurities that people don't want to talk about. Um, and until it rears its ugly head, um, and even then we don't deal with it. So like black people especially, we deal with trauma after traumas after traumas, and we're taught to just keep moving. Like you just keep pushing, don't even talk about it. You bury it under the rug, and you just go. Do you know what I'm saying? But I put, I feel like you put that in a color thing. I feel like, I mean. Is that everybody? I think it's everybody. Like I don't think, I mean, for myself, you know what I mean? Like I, like we don't talk about it. If what happened last yesterday, we, we're moving on. Like nothing happened today. Uh, and yeah. that's kind of like why I, why I, I thought it was a cultural thing. I I don't think so. I mean, for me, I think it's just a human thing. I think people are too caught up in like an image of being the perfect family, the perfect this, the perfect whatever. Nobody's perfect. People have flaws. People are going to make mistakes. There's no book to why and how we're supposed to live this life. It's what's what's your path and what's your, that's why I would say it's to each his own. Whatever works for you may not work for me, but if it's not harming me in my life, then it is what it is. So the real thing was, you know, Laying that down was easy. It was not about... Um, was that the first time that you actually had, like, a counseling where you actually, like, talked about these things? Yeah, and like, what's crazy, and my mom like, was a therapist. And I, like, so I had this, like, crazy idea that all therapy was, like, kooks. Like, they're crazy. Because my mom is nuts, right? And, <laughs> <laughs> period. And so I'm like, no, I'll never talk to nobody. I'll never... So you had a preconceived notion of what it was. Yeah, so it was yeah, like, until this isn't I, for me. Until I, like, did was it. Was forced to do it. Uh-huh. And then, you know... Uh, Shout out to another doctor, uh, uh, Charles Sophie. He's the man. Um, sitting down with him, just on just just chopping it up when things are getting confusing in my head or things I need to just work through or job, you know, in, insecurities about like a big job that's coming up. And am I going to be able? Am, you know, am I going to be able to perform? Am I going to be? Am I going to fail? I'm going to mess this up. Pressure, you know what I mean? How to just deal with it? Like LeBron, I give this example. LeBron didn't win those championships all those years, and it was like he was always close and. You know, it wasn't until he like went and sat down with somebody. There's like something blocking your you're blocking yourself, mm-hmm. and once you figure that out, then it's like, whew, and that's Limitless. that's what happened. It was like the whole game changed. That's that's amazing. That's yeah. really cool. I mean, that's that's really. Um, I have a great ad- admiration to that. You know, people don't like to deal with their problems sometimes, and they'll just yeah. be like, "Oh, okay, I'm I'm supposed to do this. I did the time. All right, I'm good." And you go back right into the same thing. But right. it's like again, being aware and like. Fixing it. And again, it's not something that's a quick fix. Yeah. It, it's an everyday thing, you know. It's just you, you continue to keep learning those things. Exactly. 
Um, you posted on IG. You did a suicide, you know, for prevention and things like that. How, you know, and then a post you did about like a suicide, I think, uh, awareness. And like, how do you deal okay, with the encouragement, like, and with the with encouragement of it? Like, how did you deal with these trying times with, with all the COVID and all these like bad times in the world and all this like crazy, all this craziness, you know, what's been going on the last year? Like, how do you deal to be in this uplifting, keeping this uplifting space where you have grown from to because the work I, that the you've power, done. The power of the word and the power of thought um, is everything. Um, what we think is where we are, right? So you can be in that dark place of depression, right? People can get, depression is real, which then depression leads to suicide so a lot of times. Um, but it's your, it's your thinking. It's your thinking. So I, no matter what's going on, I'm always thinking positively. Um, I'm always thinking that this is not bad. It's not, it's not bad. Like whatever it is, we're going to get through it. Um, you know, uh, like I said, power of manifestation. Um, so as, as the world is crazy and the world is turning and it's looking, it's looking bleak and people don't have jobs and homeless, homelessness is at an all time high. And, you know, um, there's still hope, you know what I mean? There's always tomorrow if you don't give up. Like I could have laid down in the middle of the street and gave up like completely, like there's no way I'm going to be, be, be able to do what I love again. There's no way I'll have to find happiness. There's no way I'll find love again. There's no way I'll, you know, have a family. There's no way, I, like I should just, I should just quit. And by quit, you can lay down and give up or actually put a bullet in your head or something, right? And I never quit. I just kept putting my foot in front of the other every day. There was always tomorrow um, until, you know, I was crawling and I was walking and I was running and I was sprinting, you know what I'm saying? And so, that is how you can get through these times. That's awesome. I applaud your, you know, your journey and you sharing that with us here on Private Talk. You know, it's not, I know it's not always the easiest thing to, you know, talk about things that are personal stuff. I'm at this point, like, like I'm an open book. I used to be, like, super, super private. Now I'm like, look, let's keep it a book. Well, you did write your book, Short Stories. Yes, yes, I did. So tell us where we could find that. That is, you can get it on Amazon. Um, you can get it on Walmart. Uh, dot com target.com it should be on shelves once they open back up uh, i'm gonna have to get in your have to like sign it for me now i'm gonna bring you i'm gonna bring you a copy i like it yeah. i did i haven't read it yet but i've you know i've I'll read like sure excerpts but i definitely i was a fan from scandal i'm a scandal fan i, appreciate I was it. super like i was religiously all about the show i loved right. it I was sad to see you go, yeah, it but sucked. it definitely was a journey that I guess that you needed to go on to Good. be the person that you are now, and now yeah. you're doing bigger things. Yes, ma'am. So what is your favorite, or well, let's say this, what is your hardest role that you've ever played? Mm, hardest, that are most challenging, I would say. Yes, was, most um, challenging. I played Little Walter in Cadillac Records. That was a very challenging role. Um, Can you explain it to us why? Well... First of all, there wasn't a lot of footage on him to like emulate, and emulate, like, right? So I had to, I had to like really build a character from scratch, only with the information I knew. Um, he played harmonica. He was from Louisiana. He was from the Bayou. He spoke French. So then I had to go get a dialect coach to find this, the the the, the this Bayou patois, you know, uh, Southern Louisiana. And so that this is all the stuff that people out there don't realize that you put so much in your craft that you're like, yeah. you want to be this much yeah. of it, you know, and that's, but I was doing an action movie like right before it called armored. And so I was kind of like really ripped and, you know, a little bigger and I had to be small and framey, like, like a small framed guy, um, wiry. And so the last 10 days of production on armored, uh, because as soon as the day I wrapped armored, I had to go to New York to start filming Cadillac records. So, 
I did the lemonade Beyonce diet, like did not eat an inch of food for 10, 14 days. So, which I never did. So that was like taxing on my body, taxing Your on mental, my mind. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, honestly, like I started drinking. I didn't even really drink before that, but I wanted to be like him. So I would like, I was drinking a bottle of Jameson a day, like, you know, like no food, no nothing. Like, but I was, I was so engulfed in the character. I was in, I was You're in. in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the most challenging. I think the smart Luther King is challenging only not because of the challenge, but it's because of who he was. And, you know, I want to make sure that it's portrayed in like the Correct. best way best possible. Way. I mean, I mean that's I mean a prestigious role to you know be able to yeah. be a character in. You know, he big was, responsibility. I feel it. You know, so I'm like, you know, so I think those two, everything. You know, I haven't been, I haven't met my my biggest challenge yet. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I believe it's gonna come. I know it's gonna come um, to where I really, really can st- stretch all the way out. I like it. Would you consider yourself a sex symbol? At one time, I think I was. Why one time? Why not now? I don't know. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> why? Why are you blushing now, Columbus? <laughs> Private talk. He's can right over here. <laughs> um, I think that's part of the thing. I mean, the president of Sony who gave me my career. He was like, he was like, you're a movie star. I'm like, what? Like, but what defines a movie star? I'm an actor, Clint. I'm like a real actor. I'm not just. He's like, no. Every man needs to want to be you, and every woman needs to want to fuck you. And I'm like. Okay, so that's the definition. Okay, so I think that's been part of who Columbus Short is, the sex symbol of it all. So you are a sex symbol. But I wanted to be, I've always aspired for more than that. Okay, I can feel that. Yeah. But Private Talk thinks you're a sex symbol. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) What does authentic mean to you? Like being authentic. First is being authentic to yourself. Um, You know, a lot of people are delusional world and I think IG has a big freaking delusional people people are delusional so if you can't be authentic to yourself you don't even know where to start about being authentic being authentic is saying what you mean meaning what you say make your yeses yes and your noes no um, um, being the same person no matter what station you are in life right you don't, you're defined people can you know who true people are their true character when they have power or when they have nothing um, you can find out a lot about people, right? Um, and you should be the same person um, with power or with nothing. Um, so that's being authentic, being 100 to yourself and being the same person all the time. See, that's, Good, a, that's a southern way for me. I feel like that's why for me, it's like me being from Texas, I feel like, you know, obviously, I, you know, it was Alexis, Texas and this whole, you know, persona, whatever, but I never left who I was like, Kept it was, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not better than anybody else. You know, right. I put my pants on every single day, just like you, as long as you respect me That's and it. I can sit here and talk to you in a respectful way, whatever, until you start disrespecting me, do I feel like I need to talk a certain way, right. but you know what I mean? And that's why for me is like, it's just, you know, the evolution of people and getting to know everybody, everybody, like everybody's going through their own trials and tribulations. Right. We don't need to put an added pressure and be like, oh, I don't like what you're wearing or, oh, I right. don't like it's this. It's like, it's just extra it's for no reason. Much. Yeah, it's too much. So do you think that social media, uh, let me, do you think social media has given too much access to celebrities? Yes. And, and it's actually the celebrity giving the access. I mean, I remember I didn't have a Twitter, I didn't have an IG when I started Scandal, but it was mandated. Like, they mandated, and it, it was a huge contributor to why the show was successful. You know, we live tweeting and doing all that stuff. But, you know, it starts to become this thing where you, like, feel like you have to post something, or, like, you have to, 
let people in um, to your life. And I'm, and I'm like, and you're one of those private people. So you're like, so you're like, uh, I'm going to give you what I want to give you. Yeah. That's the, you know what I mean? But now, you know, think about it. Only fans. I mean, chick, you know, people are just doing too much on the gram now. Like, it's like, really? Like, this is how we so do it. Why is only fans too much for you on the gram? Well, that's not too much. Like I don't, I don't subscribe to anybody's account. Um, that sucks. You should free, subscribe to mine. I have free, an OnlyFans. There's, there's free ways to. So you're not going to subscribe to my OnlyFans. It's <laughs> what you're telling Private Talk, Columbus Short. He's telling me he's not subscribing to me. I could already be subscribed. Stuff. I could be subscribed. He said he know. was not subscribed I could be to ghost subscribed. I could be ghost subscribed. So it you're lying a, to us. I could us. be a ghost subscriber. So, you, so you're lying or taking back <laughs> After this that episode, now you'll probably. Yeah. But um, okay, we'll get back to that. So no, but like now it's all of this. It's. You know, I respect the people that are on OnlyFans that are making bread. Like, that's the hustle, right? You're giving people your life for free on the gram. And then now you can make money. So my boy. Capitalize. Yeah, my boy Pleasure P. Like, he's like, boy, I'm get, I got I got my OnlyFans. I'm like, he's like, I'm making bread. I'm like, for real? But, but I what just is, can't. What is Pleasure P doing on there? Is he giving the Pleasure P or is he just like I doing BTS? Ple- I think he's giving the Pleasure P. See, that's the difference for me. So like, obviously, okay. Yeah, everyone I think he's here, giving the Pleasure P. Every- <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If pleasure, I love you, my name. I love you, baby. I don't know if that's been said before, Pleasure P, but you can use it. I'll uh, just say that's it like funny. the sex is in that's for funny. you. But my thing is, is like, so, okay, I've talked about this several times in private talk, but like in this in context of conversation, it's like, I had OnlyFans before OnlyFans was cool. Existed, you know right. what I mean? So, you know, it wasn't made for adult performers, but adult performers made the, the network popular. So How begin- long has it been around? It's been around for a really long time. Over two years. Oh, really? For sure. But it just started, like, popping, popping. Well, for everybody else. Oh, but COVID. it's been popping COVID. for me. So COVID started, But that's like- the thing. It's like, it was... That's why everyone's like, oh, like, now you're... No, I was doing stuff before y'all just were too late to be on certain things and that's oh, cool yeah but you know but the same thing is why i'm not on thriller or you know tiktok or whatever and i don't know those platforms because i didn't take the time to learn how to monetize from it but that doesn't mean that that wasn't around now Copy. because i haven't done it so with the other people coming in now because of covid and now people's money's you know been taken on other platforms they can't you know um tour they can't do this that and whatever they have to do it. so they're doing something and not have to they've chosen to do it because i'm about accountability That's so it's true. about chosen to to do a platform or whatever so my thing is is pick your lane Pick your lane in, in a lot of ways. So yeah, if that, the pleasure fair, P wants to give fair, the pleasure P, fair, then do fair, the pleasure P, whatever. Fair, you know what I mean? But he does study. music as well. So that's why I say. So how do you feel? Do you so feel like people are coming into your lane? 1,010%. That don't need to be in their lane. Yes. 1,010%. Okay. But what I do respect, and I've had people on here, and it's changed my opinion about it because there's been people from different avenues. When they, do, when they tell me what they're doing on their platform, it works for their brand. And I get that. That's right. what I'm saying. Like there's some people that even just have BTS of them doing or whatever. And for me, I'm all about entrepreneurship. That's how, you know, how I make my living. Right. And I'm all about how to make all those things work. But it's like when you come in something and you're just coming in to like to do a smash and grab, that to me is a problem. Cause now you're making it look watered down. And what I've done exactly. in my craft is, exactly. isn't what it, it really is because it to me is like my own, it's my own production. Right. I do everything myself. It's all about, you know, my personal content. I don't shoot porn anymore, but I shoot my own stuff for myself. Right. So that's my bread and butter. And that's that. And that's see. Then you can like you're you're a pioneer in that game in that space. To me, it looks like a lot of people are. What is it called? What do you, what do you call it? Like fad. It's a fad. It's for like sure. Trending. And that's why the sma- and that's you know the smashing grab for me yeah. is like if you're doing on the Instagram more than you have your fan base. Right. Capitalize off it all day. Right. But don't sit there and insinuate that you're doing other things when you're not doing it. So and then people let's talk about want that. to do. So like people that are like, I think it's misleading 
for said many people that are on the gram, you know, p taking pictures. They're making, it makes people depressed. So, like, it's like people that Because don't they're have, faking their life. They're and faking not their life. It. They're faking their life. Faking it for the gram. Capping, it, yeah, for sure. Off full caps. And, and it's, it, that leads to the depression. The people that are, like, regular people with, like, you know, 500 followers that just follow all these people they're like why do they get to live this amazing life why is their life you know what like it's cool I, if i go on vacation i'm on the beach does not mean i'm i need to grant this needs to go through the grant like first of all i don't want y'all people to know where i'm at <laughs> secondly you know what i'm saying i don't want to make anybody feel bad after columbus yeah <laughs> you do you post it the week later when like, you're already home but like who are you flexing for you know for what sure. i'm saying is it like but i think really? it's also because of like it goes with a branding of some people because now you know people to be famous or whatever right. you can be a content creator of youtube TikTok, and the younger generation of like social media users are all about what you are not about is like getting in to know what their life is. You don't want that. They will sit there and have a camera 24-7, and that's what why they right. become so, because people just want to know what the most ridiculous, craziest thing and all those things. For me, that's not me either. Like, I got into the business. I'm an adult. I used to be an adult entertainer, all those things, and I'm, you know, branded in that sense. And so even for me, putting my personal life is really odd to me because I'm not Alexis, 20, Alexis Texas 24-7. You know, I have a... So who are you outside of that? See how the tables turned? Mm. You know, I haven't written a book like you yet, but when I do, they're going to find out who the other part of me really is. Okay. But I'm that's also part of the reason why I started this podcast was before I never really did the video stuff because for me it's weird to like hold the phone and do and right. not be in the moment. Right. I'd rather have someone else video it and me just be my natural self yeah. than like like feel like it just seemed phony. It didn't seem natural to me. Right. So that's why for me, it's like, this is how I've opened up about my life, my opinions, my whatever, and given my full, like, non-censorship, like, reasons and, like, uh, opinions. I'm truly impressed with the person is I'm meeting what it right is. Now. Thank you. I, I appreciate am. that. You, but you. that's the thing. It's like, I, I wanted to show up the people, too, is that I'm not just a porn star. I wasn't just a porn star. I have a mind. My You know, I have a mind. I have more than just what my body was and or not was it still is but ah. is you know what i mean i'm still bad okay. i'm so bad bitch probably tell you, you know what's up huh? join my only fans but <laughs> but you know what i mean there was just the point it's like i'm not just a sex worker i wasn't right. just that you know and i haven't done in the business in three to four years but that doesn't mean that i shun the business at all i embrace right. it i you know it's a part of who i am i had an enjoyable time in my career mm -hmm. and i think it's you know it's it's just an evolution of different content creating right you know and what i'm comfortable doing and creating and what you're comfortable doing and creating is different right but there's still two lanes for us right in the i stay same in my thing. lane you stay in yours i will and what, but so if you what, don't subscribe to my only fans after what, the show what, we're gonna fight it'll be a ghost it'll be a ghost <laughs> follower it's just the egg um what so what's this game What's this game? Well, we're not to my game yet, but we will take a break because I have to go pee really bad. Okay. <laughs> All okay. right. <laughs> All right. Private talk. I hope you're liking this episode because I surely am getting to know Columbus Shore a little bit better. So make sure you like, subscribe to this episode, and we'll be right back. One thing you don't know about me, I don't sleep well. My mind races because of all the years of late night appearances. I'm just always up and I can't decompress. So I found Sunday Scaries, and it works for me. It helps me kind of decompress from my day and get a good night's sleep. To prove it to you, I got 25% off for all my fans. Go to sundayscaries.com and use my promo code PRIVATETALK, and you get 25% off. They're amazing, and I know you'll love them.
All right, all right. We are back, private talk, and we are back for one of my favorite parts, Truth with Texas. I was going to put him through the ringer a little bit more, but he's got to leave us because he's a busy, busy man, and I, res- I understand it. I respect it. And I hope you guys, too. So make sure you're liking, subscribing to this episode. So now it's time with Truth with Texas. Are you sure, ready? I'm ready. All right. Don't be scared. They're all going to be aces. Each suit is a different question. We're going to go through all of them. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Just pick. Yes, sir. Huh. Ace of spades. Spades, that's our favorite here. It's the naughty question. All right, private talk. We want to get naughty. We want to get that, real. That, when that voice comes around, that's that's my way. phone sex that's, operator that's voice. A, I've been practicing since yeah. I was young, but uh, um, yeah. a legal age of young. <laughs> that voice. Says. What's your weirdest sexual experience? Mm, that's a really. That's a really. Like. That's a really what. Columbus, we're friends now. We're all getting comfortable on this couch. We want to know the weirdest, weirdest? <laughs> actual weirdest. What's okay, weird I'll to you honest. may I'll not be, be weird to me. Right, I'll, I'll be honest. So, 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 it's just a true story. In my in my wild days. Wow, boy, let's hear it. Wild days. Uh, wild was, short. Yeah, it was it was a, a couple of strippers that ended up becoming really good friends of mine. Actually, uh, so I'm not going to say any names, but. Um, strippers will remain nameless. But one, but one the strippers will remain nameless. But the main, the one that like initiated the whole thing, we went to her place, and she was like, you know, we were about to get it cracking, and she insisted that she puts on Stomp the Yard. Wow. Oh, okay. And like, how weird was that for you? <laughs> super weird. Like, like we had yeah, we had dude. to watch the whole. Thing, like up Did she have a certain part that she was like, yeah, yeah, no, fuck yeah. me now, fuck me. Yeah, it, yes. <laughs> so Weird, she's done yeah, this before, yeah, but she just masturbated like, to herself. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, this is crazy. This is, this is up there. Did it's, she tell you that she was a fan before? Do uh, girls like start off that with you and be like, hey. Like, no, they act brand new. Like, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, I, I threw it all on the table. I used, and I used to be, I used to, yeah, I appreciate the truth. <laughs> but I used to be like, like the girl that would like that, like definitely not mess with that girl. The girl that like, Said she didn't know me. Like, I didn't even know who you were. I'm like, oh, that's great. Now you I believe can, the lie. It's a lie. You it's a lie. lie. It was they're a lie. All, if you're in a strip club, they're, they're always lying to you. They're they ain't lies. telling you the they're truth. Lies, so. They want to get your money. And I mean, I mean, they want to get your dick. Right. They want to get your something out right. of that club right. so they can, right. you know, tell a story. Right. And so, you know, in my wild days, that was, that was weird. I mean, I've had some crazy weird moments, but you asked for one. So that's... Okay, well, give us a crazy one. That, no, I'm just, no, you get one spade for that's the That's all I get. <laughs> like, I like I, I go big or go home, and I'm never I going I home. I can't, so. I can't, I gotta keep some. <laughs> oh, Booty man. shorts or, like, a stringy thong? One or the other. Booty shorts or stringy thong? Like What's a G-string, a G-string, I can't even say it. A G-string? G-string or a thong or booty shorts, preference. Mm, depends on the body. Mm. So you fuck with all kinds of body types. No, no. I, What's your your specific one? Like <laughs> apple bottom jeans, sure, yeah. boots with, with the, the fur. Yeah, I like exotic, thick. Thick. What is that? Quarantine thick from Gucci Mane? <laughs> yeah, quarantine thick now is different. Like you don't want quarantine thick. I'm quarantine thick. You're slim thick. Uh, I guess now, maybe because I work out. Like my wife right now, she's slim thick. You know what I mean? 
slim thick. Yeah, I, I like them slim. So she's like works out but still eats the good food. So she like she's you Armenian. Know. You know that they're naturally good genes. Yeah, good genes. She knows Solid. what it is. Solid. I like it. You know what I'm saying. Next right. one. Hey, hearts. It's romantic. Okay. All right. Would you consider yourself a romantic? No. Hmm. What would be your ideal romantic date? <sighs> Honestly, like on some like. Just bend her over and just. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're no, not no, romantic. No. Yeah, when I say not romantic, I guess I'm not. I don't like. I, I'm not corny. You know what I'm saying? You're like, not like roses, I'm not, I'm not like, like all spelled out. Be like, you like, know, like. like I'm not do you love like me? That. Yes or no? I feel like all of that is like games. You know what I mean? Like. So like, what's what, not your game? That's like, a romantic thing. I get. You know, I was when I was in high school, junior high. I always tell girls like they're like, "Oh, you got game." I'm like, my game is having no game at all. Like I have no game. So you right. went that route. You're like, I don't have any game. Like, you know, like. I have no game. But, me. but, like, I'm all into, like, mental, the mental, the mental F. You know what I mean? Like. You're uh, a mental fucker. One of those. Not like I want to get inside your brain and <laughs> operate. No, but it's but like it's you're like, more stimulated by, like, mind yeah, things. Yeah, what can we do? Like, what, like, what can we a dope, like, what's a dope romantic moment so like what's driving the, on the coast like that's um, the most romantic thing you've done no i've done some romantic that's that's why what is it um, asking we want it um like you know blind you say um so many times i'm gonna be a lie it's not a lie like blindfolded uh what was the surprise I, at the now end of that i feel blindfold. like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get in trouble if i tell this story because i haven't if I tell this, it's been, you know, if I tell this story. Oh, then you haven't done it to your wife. Then so she's going to be like, what the fuck? You have a blindfold of me, motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> you better fucking blindfold her yeah, for something like, real soon. Put her, you know, <laughs> private jets and blindfolds. It's private like, talk. We're going to help Columbus's wife get blindfolded to something. Oh. <laughs> um, but I think, I think, uh, yeah, let's skip this question. <laughs> I'm the worst, bro. Favorite uh, romantic movie then? We'll go there. Serendipity. Serendipity. Okay. That's my girl, Kate. Kate's in it. Kate Beckinsale. I love it. And before I met Kate, like we came really close. Like I loved that movie. John Cusack's great in that movie. Serendipity and the one with Tom Hanks and um, um, what's it called? Is it you got mail. You got mail. You, ca- you know who you look like? Ooh, tell you me. Look like, you just kind of like an aha like, moment right you now. Look like, um, tell me who I look like. Look like Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate. Uh, what's her name? Goldie Hawn, her daughter. Uh, What's her name? Uh, you talk, uh, uh, the, she's well, done she's all those blonde, movies with Michael McCon- Matthew McConaughey. Uh, What's her name? Uh, phone a friend? Kate Hudson? No, Kate. No, it is Kate Hudson. Kate isn't Hudson. It? You look like Kate Hudson. You know, it's funny. I get, I get, you don't uh, get like, Kate Hudson? I get a plethora of people. I don't know if I've ever been told her. You get, you were, you were, I was like, who does she look like? I get Cameron Diaz. I, I get Michelle Pfeiffer. Kate, Kate I get Kate. Baby, Baby Spice. Kate Hudson. I get Kate Hudson and and private Lisa Marie talk. Presley. Please comment on this. Uh, they're going to give you the feedback. And I'm trying to give you everybody. Nobody's going to unsee it. Who knows? <laughs> you know, I'm a great doppelganger for a lot of people, apparently. But you know, there's only one Alexis Texas. Private so, talk. You so, know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite? Aren't you supposed to answer these questions? These are no, just these me. are just you. You get to ask me a question afterwards. Okay. Oh, okay. I cool. got excited. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. Oh. Club, it's a kinky question, but we're all a little kinky here. So, <clears throat> biggest turn on. Mm, honesty. Honesty is your biggest turn on. For real. Nice. Like, be authentic. Like you say, be authentic. Like, I don't care what you do. 
where what your past is, what your what your story is. Just be honest about it. That's the real. Like, don't hide. Don't hide. Like, I feel like you know, at this point. People put on masks. And so so many people are mad about these damn masks, but they wear masks every day. That's why they're mad about them, because they already got one on. They don't want to wear two. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, just keep it. Just be raw. Be real. Like, shock me. And you'll never shock me. I feel like at this point in our lives, like, we're adults. If you can't be honest to me, then move the fuck on. I tell, I tell people. Run I along. Tell, I, prefer, I prefer an ugly, ugly truth. I fuck with that. Yeah. Do you own any toys? Sex toys? Mm-hmm. No, like, you know, I don't, little I mean, cars <laughs> toys. No, we're here private talking. We um, want I want the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what sex that. toys do you own, uh, Mr. Gray? <laughs> <laughs> um, Can we find handcuffs? Uh, you don't. You won't find handcuffs. Not blindfolds, because your wife doesn't have, have blindfolds. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll find a U-shaped situation. Oh, that, like, G-spot thing? It's like... Like you'll find that you'll find you'll find some power tools. Is it like couple, the is it like tools. the soft like silicone like it's probably purple like it's yeah. like a G thing. I yeah. hate that thing. <laughs> that thing does nothing for me. I don't know what why and should, you'll find a bullet a couple of little bullets. Mm, those are good. Always yeah, the good. bullets are always go to. Hitachi. Yeah, go to. Mm. Tried and true. Nice. So do you have a drawer, a shelf, a room? Like how big does this go? No, it's 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 early days. So it's like, you know. So we'll have you back on again to see how many toys you have. Yeah, but the cool get. thing about, she's going to hate me for this. My, my, my Me and my wife, like, we've been, uh, she's just my G. Like, we, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's cool. But that's what's cool. I feel like once you find that partner is what's cool about, like, the exploring In the part. world is your oyster. But then it's exploring part. Like, you get yeah. to know what you like, what you don't like, what they like, whatever. And then you're like, oh, hell no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. which thing? And that's what's cool. It's a beautiful thing is why it's like, why with porn I said, with myself, it's like I'm one person helping people orgasm at a time. Right. So we're doing it in a natural my wife, way. My wife's met me, and I was a, I was a, I was a male, I was a male. Whore? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I love I how you're like, male, this uh, isn't a PG show, it's say it, yeah, Columbus, was, you're a male just, whore. I was, just, I was just out here. But and, you and were. She, and she ate it, she just like, and still, you know. That means she's a strong woman. That means that defy all of that stuff that y'all are destined to be together. If she overlooked everything like that, like people have a past that shouldn't define who you are. It's about who you are in the present and who you are in that relationship. Yeah, right. 100%. Last one. Diamonds. Spicy. Spicy little mama. (laughs) What's your favorite position? Okay. I don't know what's the name of this position and it's not. It's how. I'll tell you gotta tell me it's, let's see it's oh this is so bad why is it bad just because you know i'm out here giving the bars like giving the inside it's okay it's everybody like has high, sex you the, were born the, from it's sex the, it's like not it's not it's like, not do- doggy style but it's laid on your hip leg up it's like a side doggy it's a side a side doggy I'm a, I'm i want to be I'm like a, i want to say I'm like a, the meg the stallion like the crybaby yeah, like, like you're laying on the bed and be like fucking doing I'm, this a, I'm a sucker for the old side so dog. you want to like hold the leg and the ass and so you're like pulling because you have more leverage like how i gave what everybody a demonstration what i'm like said. yes this is what, what you, we're doing <laughs> what you said <laughs> did you do this with rita 
Did she have no, because I had, I had, um, like, I had really, <laughs> like, really thin guidelines of what I could say to mom because mom, <laughs> Brent, she didn't want to hear anything that mom said that was too sexual. But I did ask her some questions. Uh, if you want to like, listen to the last ten gonna, seconds, ten minutes to the of last it, because she'll give you some bars. Too. Frenchie, Frenchie left. He was like, I don't want to hear any of this, and I was like, I was like, but this is what part of what private talk wants to hear is the truth. That's we want to hear your truth. We want to know all those things. I appreciate you. Thank you appreciate so much you for me. coming and this taking the time. Do you have any questions for me that you want to ask me? It's the last, last thing. Um, You're like, fuck, no, I want to get off this goddamn couch. Is it true? Is it true? Because I heard this. Oh, you heard. What, what did you, you heard? heard? Is, uh, that you ha were like, it was strict that you wouldn't do sex scenes with a black, with a black man. It wasn't strict that I, I have never done um, a scene on camera with a black man. Wasn't no. that a great question, Private Talk? I got down <laughs> to the bottom of something right I now. mean, you can. Anybody. I always open up to everybody to ask me what you want to do. I'm an open book. I have no nothing to hide. I have whatever. If you want to ask the question, that's a question. No. I I mean, it wasn't something that was told me that I couldn't do it, but I have not ever done one. Oh, no, so yes. it wasn't like a staunch rule. No, it, for me, it was just like a thing at the beginning. It was like uh, levels of steps that you get. And the way that they made it portrayed to me was really racist within its own porn thing that I didn't like how it depicted it was like fucking the white man's daughter and doing all these things that was just oh, like yeah, that's, too much. that's just like why can't I just fuck a beautiful black man why does it have to be something else so then it was then it became now there's just forums of why I won't do it that it became so much a thing that a control of why I wouldn't mm. that they didn't look of like anything else okay. so it was just very like you know you gotta but, press that keeping it real button. I, I, I keep it real that from was, day. Right there. I that keep it real dead. from day one. That's that my thing. Real. Is like why I that gave you know the platform of me I wore speaking. The right shirt. Uh, you know, the thing is like I have nothing to hide. People may not like my answers or what it is, but that's my truth, and you know that's just how it is. For me, I think that the porn industry is racist within it itself. Man, and, I see. We got. I got to come back. And I think that it, like you know, I don't know for me, it's like that. I didn't want to feed into that anymore. Like I would want it to be just a like. A sexual thing and now you know and the time that me that i got out of the industry i just i don't shoot anymore with anybody but myself and you can always win with you yourself and i You're, i and always I. win i always win with me you. myself not, and, not, me. Not, not, and i i didn't i wasn't the i <laughs> i didn't think it was that like you were talking yeah, to me yeah, in the third yeah, person yeah, that, that was right all right, Private Talk, I hope that you loved this episode. I know I loved it. Thank you so much again for coming. If you can plug your social media and where we can get your book so we can support um, you. Yeah, book is on Amazon, uh, Target, Walmart.com, um, official C Short on um, IG, um, Columbus Short, one, number one on Twitter. All right, Private Talk, thanks for tuning in. Until next time. All righty. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.